Hey everybody, welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. And today I am talking about something that I honestly didn't think I would do an episode on because I thought after, maybe I thought naively, but after this past year and all the crap that dancers and our whole industry had to go through, this practice would have just died. And everyone would just say, we can never do this again. But (laughs) alas, here we are still seeing audition posts that are asking for an application or some kind of audition fee. So here we are. I'm going to give you this episode. And what I'm going to do is talk about why I personally don't pay for auditions anymore, right? I'm not here to tell you how to navigate your career. That is not my goal. But I am here to hopefully provide insight and shine a light on what the implications of charging a fee or paying an audition or application fee are. And as someone who has booked jobs in the past, and I've booked jobs where I did pay to play, right, paid for those audition fees, paid for those application fees, it's really easy for me to sit here and tell you not to pay for that audition, don't apply for companies that charge audition fees, But I think it would be hypocritical for me to do that or say that because I have done it and it worked out for me. So how can I sit here and tell you not to do something that worked out well for me in the past? But I decided it is important for me to talk about because I think there are better industry standards. And I think together, if we continue to speak out against practices like this, we can change our community for the better and find new ways. So for me, having an audition fee means three things, or it tells me three things. And the first thing it tells me is that the company or organization that's practicing this, um, there's some financial instability there, right? If you can't afford to have an audition, don't have an audition. And what's crazy to me is that most of the companies or people I see who are charging for auditions already have, uh, uh, what are they called? They have systems in place that to hire dancers already without an audition. They go to school residencies or they have summer programs where potential employees have already paid to be in front of directors and learn material and know their work really, really well. And I say this first because this is probably the biggest argument I get from people when I say we need to stop paying for auditions from people on the other side of the table. They explain the financial need, right? And that's their biggest argument. But the solution shouldn't be taking money from potential employees. That's the bottom line. That cannot be the solution. We are the only industry that makes that choice. Because there's alternatives, right? I know having auditions is expensive, but what if you had a donor pay for it or sponsor the event? They would love that. Give them a a seat in the audition room, invite them for like um, to be a part of the process in some way, not make decisions, but maybe see what happens behind the scenes a little bit. How exciting would that be for them? And you're not charging dancers to do it. And you can highlight that about your company. You know, you can factor it into the budget especially if you're doing it every year. 
right? Put it, plan for it. You know you're having an audition. How much is it going to cost to rent space or do whatever you need to spend money on? And then make it happen. Use whatever funds you have available to hold that audition. Once again, auditions are not and should not be a fundraising opportunity. That's not what they're for. They should be to hire employees, people you want to bring into your company to make it better, right? Honestly, it's just a gatekeeping tactic, right? If anyone knows that it's been a tough year, it's dancers. We know that. We, we feel it. You don't have to tell me that it's been a tough year for dancers, for companies, for everyone financially in the dance industry. But that doesn't mean that this is a good practice or one that should continue. So that's the one. It means that that company is facing some financial instability. The second one is that it tells me that there's a lack of innovation or evolution, right? We know there are better ways at low costs and even paid ways. There are companies that are paying dancers to audition for them. We know there are better tactics. So why aren't you using them, right? If you are still utilizing um, out-of-date or unethical practices, I'm assuming that that lack of innovation is also carrying over into the work. Ooh, like, oh man, like it pains me to say that, but that is what I feel. It's like, this is how the company is run. What about the work? Are they pushing boundaries? I don't want to be a part of something that's not like trying to evolve, right? You can do, you can evolve by holding workshops, offer value, right? Create an environment that, allows you, the company, uh, to see how other people work, right? If you're offering a long-term contract of one year, you need to know how people work long-term, right? You can do invited calls based on dance footage. Uh, You know, the one-day open call just, you know, might be the quickest way, but it's definitely the least thorough way of picking a good candidate to join your company, right? So those are the first two, financial instability. That's what it says to me. It says a lack of innovation or evolution. Uh, The third is unidentified or a lack of clarity in job descriptions. And this kind of ties back into the financial side of it. But hiring employees traditionally is the job of whoever's in charge. In this case, an artist director, rehearsal director, um, whoever's on that team, right? So in the job description slash this is what you get paid for, it should be about hiring dancers. That's already part of the program. Maybe they have people that are running the audition that need to be paid. Totally. Once again, though, if you're working on the administrative side for a company, you sh- that should be a part of the job description. And what it does for me is it's que- it makes me question what my responsibilities going into the job um, would be. Am I just a dancer? How is not having clear lines for them on this audition side going to affect me, right? Are there other blurred lines that I'm not aware of? Like, where's where's the clarity? I want to audition for a job that has clear values, clear job descriptions, um, and, and I know what I'm signing up for, basically. So those are the three kind of implications that I go through when I'm when I see a company that is charging for their audition. But I mean, talking to you all now, like 
I know a big question is, what do you do if you have to pay? If the company that you have dreamed of being a part of is having a paid audition and you love them and you know your happiness is going to really align with being a part of this institution or this choreographer or whatever it is, what do you do? And unfortunately, the short answer is you do it or you don't. But if you really want to, then you pay the audition fee. There's no way around it. You do. And the company knows that. They know if you really want to be a part of this, you will pay that $10, $15, $20, $30 entrance fee, right? And what makes me mad is that in addition, in addition to that, you're also paying for flights to get to that audition. You're paying for housing. You're taking off work, right? You're doing all these things to, you're sacrificing all these things in order to be a part of this organization or this company. But for some reason, adding an additional 15 to $30 fee is an argument that, that you'll pay it if you really want to do it. That's what's so upsetting to me. So even when they use the excuse, you know, you pay this entrance fee and at least you get a ballet class out of it or whatever the excuse is. I'm like, yeah, but that's not a $15 ballet class. That's a, that's a hundreds of, that could cost hundreds of dollars. If I flew to New York from, you know, Mississippi to do this audition and I get cut, I paid for housing. I paid for a flight. I paid for all of this plus $15, right? So what's the point? For me, my preferred audition would be taking a class with people in charge, right? So outside of an audition, they're not even having an audition before they even call for dancers. I'm getting in front of them already. I'm taking class. I'm signing up for workshops with that company. I'm doing things that is, is going to give me value whether that I get the job or not, right? I'm taking class. I'm taking the workshop. I'm learning what the work is like. They're seeing how I work over a long period of time. I'm seeing how they work. So when I show up to an audition or a call or whatever, I already know what I'm getting into. I already know how they work and the, they know how I work. And hopefully the feeling is mutual. So after I do the class, do the workshop, I either go to a free audition <laughs> or I get a direct book because they already like me. They already know what I have to offer. I never want the audition to be my first introduction. Right. So whether you pay or not, try to make sure that when you're going for a company job, that the audition, that crazy morphed um, atmosphere of audition energy isn't your first introduction. Right. I mean, even for Broadway, that doesn't offer a lot of like classes or workshops um, in front of casting people. There's so many free auditions that people who are booking those jobs are getting um, you know, getting closer and closer to booking those jobs just keep showing up and being in front of the same casting directors over and over again. And because it's free, they can do it multiple times. And those casting directors see them evolve and see, get to know them and then want to hire them when the right job comes along. Right. So that's what I want to leave you with today. I mean, as you continue to audition, keep asking those good questions I know we really want to book that first job and we have to book that first job somewhere. For me, I just hope that um, when you make it happen, 
It's with a company or person that views paying for auditions as a poor and outdated practice. Yes, once again, though, you have to do what you have to do. Um, no shame, no, you know, no shade to anyone who does pay for auditions. I understand it is tough and we have to do what we have to do. But moving forward, keep in mind that there are better ways. And if someone is charging for an audition, then they're missing out on better opportunities, right? The company is missing out on better opportunities when they just default to it's a paid audition because we're not, uh, we're financially unstable. We are unable to innovate and we have unclear defined roles here. Eek. Um, but as I said, keep asking good questions. Do we have to do uh, I wish you all the best as you continue on this crazy audition journey during a pandemic. You're doing great. Just keep going. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. If you love this episode, please feel free to share it. If you have some thoughts or additional info, um, reach out at It's Brandon Coleman or at uh, Breaking the Wall podcast. And I will see you all in another episode. Bye, everybody.